All right, welcome to the Texas Hip Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher for the Texas Hip Reporter magazine, and riding shotgun with me this week is Miss Tubi Blunt, Shada Tarabi, joining us from Restart CBD and her own podcast, Tubi Blunt. And uh, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, we've had a couple of couple of good shows that we recorded. The last week, Tommy Chong was on. The week before, Kevin Booth, filmmaker, and then Freeway Ricky Ross. That's right. Were on too. Did you hear that one at all? I did. I got that a little bit of it. That was fun. That was the first time, Shada, that I did a show by myself. Ooh. Which I knew those guys. I've actually talked to them before, but it was it was fun to do a show. Uh, with just me and the guest interacting. That was the first time that that had happened. And then last week, Jesse and I interviewed Tommy Chong, so that was fun. And uh, I've interviewed him before a couple times, but he's got all this, co- man, he's got like out there in California brands, and he's, he's got CBD doing a brands. Lot. Yeah, I yeah. just saw he's um, also doing a, a collaboration with one of my friends. Some She does Kush cards. And so he like did like a line of greeting cards with her. So she has like those greeting cards that are you know cannabis friendly. You can like slide a joint in. So he's uh-huh. got like his own. Anyway, we're supposed to have our commissioner Sid Miller call in from the Texas Department of Agriculture. So I will try not to fuck this up today. Hey, we had a pretty wild legislative session. I think you know <laughs> it's been rocky already. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're we're already off to that start. Talk about your podcast while we wait for him to call. Uh, to be blunt, you you we are. This is podcast number thirty six. Mm. Uh, you're. You're about a dozen or so more. I'm maybe. at 55, wow. I think. Yeah, oh, wow. I've been producing so one a week every Monday uh, since last June. Yeah, I kind of started during the oh, pandemic. Oh, so you started earlier than I did. So we didn't start until September mm-hmm. is when we had the idea to, to start So you had the magazine, and then you started the podcast a yeah, couple Yeah, that's right. And you started, it. actually, hey, your podcast and the magazine are the same age. That's right. My first one was in June of last year, and uh, so yeah, we're just a year old. Well, so you've done fifty-five. Yes, sir. Wow, wow, that's pretty good, man. I so, like to say, you know, consistency is queen. So it's, uh, you just got to keep keep putting it out there. So we, uh, are we? I don't know when, but I, I know it was September when we, um, when 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 we started the podcast, Jesse and I, and uh, and I reached out to Jesse because I kept getting the emails from the Texas Cannabis <laughs> Collective, and and I liked his email, I liked his articles, I liked what you know, but I wanted anybody from there. It could have been anyone of just, but I reached out to. But he knows to, his shit, so you're like, yeah, hey, I, yeah I really like, looked out, and then the, the funny thing about Jesse. He's gonna. He's gonna shit. I'm talking about him here while he's off. <laughs> I can talk about. He talked about me while I was getting these these teeth worked on, and they now look I'm beautiful, now I'm, now I'm returning the the favor. Talking talk, right. talking shit about him, but no. The cool thing about getting with, uh, with Jesse on was that he went to school for audio engineering, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. You know, and I've got a background in radio, so I, I know my way around some of this gear. But uh, it really helps that uh, that he does too, and he knows how to edit, and he knows how to. Uh, play with some of this stuff and so that really came in handy when i was away and and then he was here and you guys you were here with coleman and him uh, once or twice now that's right um you've been this is your fourth appearance on the show i think think so yeah i I like coming on you did and i like having you on absolutely you know what you know your stuff you're you're thank you you got you got your you got your stuff down you're dialed in i am am as dialed in as i can be in the crazy world of cannabis at large i mean texas is a interesting state to stay on top of to navigate 
understand. I mean, before we were recording, you were highlighting, despite Texas being as big of a state as we are, the industry of cannabis is actually quite small. And so I try to pride myself on a good national understanding because for listeners, you know, you need to understand what's happening in these other states. Not every state is legalizing the same way. So as we embark on Texas's, you know, evolution of the cannabis program, it benefits us to understand how our neighbors are doing, like Oklahoma and Florida, as well as how some of these legacy states like Colorado and Washington and California are operating and try to make sense of it all. Yeah, it's one of the things that uh, I asked Tommy Chong to comment on. I said, Tommy, can you speak to the legislators here in Texas or what what, what, what word of encouragement do you have for our lawmakers here in Smoke dope. No, that wasn't that wasn't what he said. But he, he basically kind of chuckled and said, you know, yeah, man, Texas, you guys are, you know, you guys are behind, man. And, and um, you know, got to got to vote these guys in. Vote the people that smoke. Yeah. Uh, in if you can, is what he, he said. The week before, Ricky Ross said the same thing. You know, he said, Russell, I'm from Texas. And, um, you know, y'all are known as the Lone Star State, man. Well, y'all are going to be the lone Ooh. wolf with uh, with no marijuana or no cannabis laws for medicine. Uh, you know, you may be the last states. I don't know. Uh, how many states are there, Shada, 37 that, that have, have, that have I think 19 have recreation adult wow. use. Wow. But in terms of medical, yes, it's closer to probably like 25, 30, something like that. I think it's 37. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, Texas technically has the marijuana. We have the teacup program, but it's, it's a little. 1%. Yeah, but it does, that doesn't even go well. Yeah, 0.1% is in effect. It doesn't even go into effect to the 0.5% until what, September? And increases, you know, PTSD and cancer, but no chronic pain. And no, and and that's where my my fiance missed out on chronic pain. She has, like Jesse, who is a veteran himself, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Jesse and Jennifer both have rheumatoid arthritis. Yep. And so they are on. I mean, Jennifer has all this crazy pills that she takes every night. But that's uh, okay. You can be on prescription oh, medication. Yeah, big pharma is yeah, good. Yeah, no big deal. Go get your prescription refilled, no problem. But the moment yeah. you want to use a plant, yeah, that then becomes a, a question a, a of an problem. intoxicant, as our yeah. lieutenant governor liked to, you know, highlight, and Senator Perry too. Oh man, I don't no, know. truly, you know, I'm a born and raised Texan. I I respect Texas's process. I agree with kind of what you were highlighting. It is our jobs as citizens of the state to do something to, you know, create change. So whether that's, you know, actually speaking up to our policymakers, to our senators and representatives, whether it's actually, you know, voting and participating in that process as creating well. Creating a podcast. Creating a podcast, educating people. I just find so many, myself kind of included, I mean, I think I've shared even on this podcast, I... I loved cannabis. I love cannabis. I've used it for almost, you know, two decades, but it really took me getting in the industry to feel the need to have a voice. I guess part of that is, you know, you work for someone else maybe, and you don't want to put yourself out there in terms of advocating for cannabis or putting your record, you know, kind of listed on some government document that you support this, that, or the other. And so I empathize. I really do. But if I can share any encouragement, you know, it's not just a job for those of us in the industry. It really does take the entire state of Texas to rally behind this plant and to vote the people in and to educate our neighbors and friends and family members and to really be champions and stewards of, of cannabis. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you get into the space, you, 
you, you really become more of an advocate. I, I mean, it's a, I, I'm starting to know all these guys, and now I'm starting to interview – interview these you know you know the agriculture commissioner i mean we're starting to you know interview attorneys on on subjects that are you know dealing with the law lawmakers lobbyists i mean we're you start to realize all the different pieces that actually go into changing laws and i think what's even more radical from you know just reflecting on my podcast i kind of speak at a national level with cannabis you start to realize like i don't know if you knew this but california right is a a banner state when it comes to cannabis Mm -hmm. they're very well known not every county in California has actually allowed cannabis to operate in their jurisdiction. And so just because your state legalizes it, depending on where you might live within that state, they might have varying. I didn't didn't know that. Yeah. So there's certain counties that were like, Hey, you know, we actually don't want to legalize cannabis so you can't grow in those counties. You can't have retail operations. So legalization to me has transitioned from this kind of like, I want everybody to have access to cannabis to, well, how are we going to legalize? And what does that rollout actually look like? And whether it's from, you know, how the cities and communities are going to actually implement a retail go-to-market plan or what the regulations are going to look like to how licenses are going to be operating to, you know, kind of the criminal justice aspect of it. So there's a lot more to legalization again than just I want everybody to have access to cannabis. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because you always think of Humboldt County or you think of, you know, Southern right. California. They're just such a... Um, I mean, so well-known yeah, that you just assume, What oh, year did they legalize? 98? I think it was 1999. Yeah. 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 It was 98 or 99 when they when they legalized some 22 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's interesting being in the space. I mean, and I've always been in media for 25 years. You know, I still have a sports show on 104.9 The Horn during football season with my, my sports interest. And um, But being in this space, I mean, I'm getting calls back. I'm leaving messages for Representative King. He calls me back. What can I do for you, Russell? Don't let him change too many things on that just yet or – and then just you know I'm 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 mailing the magazines to the legislature, and these guys are reading it now. So it's just really interesting that you know I'm 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 getting into this politically too. But when you have a mother that has cancer, mm-hmm. and your wife has uh, rheumatoid arthritis, they could be benefiting from these treatments that are out there for these other states. Right. And, uh, it makes you know it brings it home in a way for you too that you know you don't mind advocating you you you, you get emotionally attached yeah it gets personal to, for sure it does get personal and so um, when I share those types of things it, it you know it 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 does become personal and, and then you you just want to advocate more and That's you get right. and you get really really excited about it so let's take a commercial break today with me is Shana Tarabi of To Be Blunt and Restart CBD and we're waiting for a call from Sid Miller from the Texas Department of Agriculture to call in so uh, we'll go do our pay our bills here go to commercial break and we'll be back more Texas Hemp Show on the other side Cosmic Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. 
You're listening to the Texas Hip Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high margin products for vape and smoke shops. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. Hello, Texas hemp farmers. This is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late. In fact, it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs, we have three world-class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595. To learn more, mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com, where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hip Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250-plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hip Show. Russell here with Shada Tarabi. Hello. 
hello. I like this music. Yeah, that's a little Bob Marley. A little good vibe. A little good groovy stuff there from our friend Bob. We need some hem joints up in this (laughs) joint. Mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Coming up in July, I have some guests. uh, My schedule for the July um, uh, episodes of the Hemp Reporter, uh, Hemp Show. Um, in July, I have CBD Seed Lab uh, calling in. They're, uh, 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 I think, one of our advertisers. Yes, they're a new advertiser. So it was, uh, and then I have our TFNB Bank. We've had several banks call in and be on and, and talk about regulatory issues and compliancy. I think that's a big hot topic for. It's an important topic. It is. It's very important, and we um, do get banks once in a while that, that place ads with us to let you know farmers know that they can. Uh, you know, or, or consumers and, and really retailers too. Do you guys have? I, I don't wonder about. I've never asked you that. Um, you know, do you banking in general? Yeah, like, I mean, it's an interesting like thing to navigate, right? Because for us, we're a retailer. We're also so a brick and mortar. We also have e-commerce, and so trying to find a payment merchant that will support both of those. Just like a quick example, we're. We sell Delta 8, you know, like most retailers in the state of Texas. And then so our uh, our payment merchant, our bank through the payment merchant kind of came back and they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll check this. We'll check that. They're going through your website. They're making sure you're not saying any claims that you shouldn't be saying. They want to. Who's your, did you say your merchant service or do you not want to? <laughs> I don't even, I know it's like through Adept, but I don't know who like the final person is, like oh. the final bank is. But they're they're like just it goes to show like all these different checks and balances. It's like they want to check your labels, they want to check your products, they want to check, you know, what your social media is saying. They want to make sure you have COAs associated to your products. So it's like all these kind of steps and checks and balances that you know to be an operator, (laughs) legally, (laughs) to some extent by the state of Texas at least. You know, if you want to be in business, you obviously need a a payment merchant to help you process all that. Well, we have uh, TFNB Bank on the July fourteenth going to talk to us about finance and compliancy and, and help. Helping Texans with that kind of, uh, you know, banking and financial and merchant services. On the 21st, the following Wednesday, we have um, uh, CB, uh, CBD hemp insurance. You can get also important. You can get, it's very important. You can get insured for your your hemp grow, and and so there's some things you got to do to stay. Um, they will not insure you unless that unless you're um, at a certain amount of grower, experienced grower. Like you have to be. A seasoned grower to get the insurance. They're not giving you in a policy for your sixty thousand uh, dollar four acre crop if it's your first year growing the crop. They're just not gonna. They're not gonna. Same do it. thing, kind of with banking. You know, I I get asked a lot of times. Like even kind of on the bank topic, it's not so much like you know who is my bank and can I work with them. It's like depending on what products you sell. If you're let's say like isolate versus full spectrum, if you're smokables versus topicals or edibles, if you're online versus online and retail and how long you've been in business. So we've been going on three years in business. I have, you know, built up some equity in the space processing. Mm -hmm. So when I'm trying to look for my bank, my next, you know, kind of provider, they're checking all that. They want to make sure, you know, you have money in the bank, you've got Mm -hmm. customers, you've got all these things kind of checked and balanced Mm -hmm. besides just, I want to sell a topical now. It's like, you know, okay, good for you. High five. But like, you also need to find people who can work with you. So I encourage people to just do their homework and and don't take no for an answer. Just keep 
asking these questions to kind of find the right solution. And this kind of regulatory, the regulations for, for hemp and, 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 you know, you know, this is going to be coming with marijuana down the road. When oh my God, we, even more regulations. Oh, it's with definitely going to be more regulations, uh, 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 more oversight uh, as we get eventually into some of the marijuana products. Um, I'm a, an old uh, friend, Barry Cooper, may appear on the 26th. So I got CBD Seed Lab on the 7th, TFNB Bank on the 14th, CBD Hemp Insurance on the 21st. I'm going to try to get Barry Cooper on. Barry did a documentary. He was a former sheriff in North Texas that arrested all the people. And then he put out the DVD series, NeverGetBusted.com, and Never Get Busted. And so Barry flipped sides from being law enforcement, the the, the most feared guy he could detect you know, marijuana or cocaine or anything while you were driving to North Texas, he would get you, man. And then he... Uh, now he's fl- helping you understand the system. Now he helps you understand the system. And um, he's been... I don't know if he's um, uh, been doing that still a lot, but he did do a show called um, uh, Cop Busters, I think. He was trying to do that. And I haven't talked to Barry in a few years, but I reached out to him online, and, and I think he's going to come on uh, with us here on the 26th. August 4th, Cheech Marine. Woo! So we had Tommy. So you can't do Tommy and not have Cheech, right? right. So Cheech Marine will be joining us. He's also got an ad in the upcoming July issue that comes out next week, uh, Shada, with uh, uh, his uh, brand of CBD products. So they they have uh, they have an ad with their. It's called Cheech's Stash. Have you have you heard of (laughs) Cheech's? brand of cbd uh, i haven't yet they, but now i'm eager to try yeah, it yeah they have a brand it's it's uh, uh cheech's stash is what that's called so uh i don't know what page uh, that's in the magazine but i think it's 15 uh, but that's coming up andrew bish uh of bish enterprises you've heard of andrew he's a big uh, big leader in the uh, um farming and agriculture space from up uh, up in i believe they're in the bish got the bishes are up in Kansas, I think, and he's a really uh, big time leader. He was at NOCO, and he's big time in the agriculture world, um, and 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 one of the early growers of of uh, cannabis and hemp uh, up there in that state. So um, he's got some uh, proprietary technology too that they do. So we're gonna have him That's on. Cool. Uh, Jack Finkel on the 18th. Love Jack. So we're gonna have doing. gonna have her on. And in fact, she's got an interview in the magazine too that's coming up. And then our friends there at um, Cosmic Cowboy Extraction, um, whom I understand um, are working on um, uh, some barbecue sauce mm. uh, as well and some other products. But you can get a lot of things done with them and white labeling. They're co- Cosmic Cowboys from uh, the Houston area. And uh, we're excited to have them on on uh, the 25th, wrapping up August. So th- that's kind of our lineup. Do you do that on your podcast? Do you ever like preview who's coming? I should. I'm going to steal that <laughs> idea. No, I try to do a good job of like reflecting back and plugging like previous episodes when I'm talking to guests. So then, you know, listeners can maybe go back and in, listen. In, to in radio, episode. we call that pre selling. That's, that's pre sell, you know, pre sell your, your, your f- upcoming month. And then you can back sell too, which is what you're referring to <laughs> is back selling. But um, it's a little bit harder for me to do it just because uh, I I kind of I'm so like in the moment and depending on what's happening kind of out in the real world, I may pull an episode because like I probably have like four or five episodes in queue at any given time. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of I record on Wednesday. So I recorded this afternoon, actually. Well, did you? Did you so I, we, I don't know why I do Wednesdays, but I just felt like Wednesdays is in the middle of the week. Let's 
release it Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it's just my just day off from like retail restart CBD stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm like I'm working, but I get to work from home, and so I mm-hmm. will always record kind of like my intro outro for my Monday. So episode, this works so. for you. This so Wednesdays work for you. Yeah, Wednesdays are my content <laughs> creation. My like get in front of a microphone and talk. But so that's why I'm always like, ooh, you know what's going on? Like my last guest was um, one of my friends from Roken Vapes, and he's very knowledgeable. He's in Nevada, and he's very knowledgeable about vaping and obviously with the pact act and just like the vape crisis previously going on i feel like vaping is one of those categories in cannabis that's very popular but also very criticized with just the quality of vapes and things like that and so i moved episodes around to get his out sooner because i just thought it was more timely so i take that luxury and i don't get to pre-sell my episodes because i'm like oh what if i move things around well uh if you if you you can you can you can steal that it's not that's not that's not proprietary to me i just i I just do that from from my other shows and i always try to remind the listeners of what's coming forward but uh, pre-selling is a good thing Shayna Tarabi's podcast, if you haven't heard, to, to be blunt, uh, go over there and check her out because that I listen to it in the morning uh, for, for sometimes when I'm having my coffee. You, your space is really you, you're always about media. You you came from a media back like me. Right, I, I'm yeah. in media. I grew I grew up in, in the media business, and but you've come from you know a more of the modern media and tech digital side of, of technology, and, and and so I was really impressed. We have a similar background, but you're younger and you're from the the new technology, and and so uh, your shows deal with media guys, folks in the media space, folks in. The industry, national industry of all things cannabis. I mean, anything from, like you were saying, that show that you were working on was Mm -hmm. about... It wasn't that volcano one, was it? And uh, no, no. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about, that volcano thing. Yeah. But But you got products that... You guys profile products. You're dealing with people that are um, on the national level. And I, I'm finding that as I listen to your shows... Uh, it's really informative, uh, and Thank it's a you. lot different than what we're doing. It's the, on everywhere. It's on all. It's Spotify, just, podcast, yeah, yeah iTunes, uh, all those things. But no, I appreciate the acknowledgement because I very it's really much, cool. I relate to in the sense of too, like people may not know this about me, but I uh, I was a RTF major, radio, television, and film. Mm-hmm. So I very much love radio. I love content creation. But yeah, your observation of like kind of new media, and so my journey was I just I grew up with a computer in my hand I grew up with a phone in my hand you know Mm -hmm. how do you activate on those devices and then kind of as I've merged into the cannabis industry again I respect what we're getting to do because you cover Texas and like that's obviously Mm -hmm. so important like we need people who are having this conversation that's like so focused on this state because we're a big state we got a lot going on in this state Mm -hmm. and so I love being able to take your conversations and like our conversations and what we're kind of creating here locally and then be able to kind of take that 30,000 view out and kind of talk at a national level. Yeah, my focus is a little bit more on branding, trying to understand yeah. how do you and that's your, that's run your... the business mm-hmm. side of it. And so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot of stuff. Well, you know, sure. I the funny thing is I, I, I got into um, radio in my 20s, in the 90s, and I went to work for a radio station in Round Rock, here in Round Rock, many years ago. That station's <laughs> not here anymore. But I went to – I was in radio, Jada, for – um, maybe 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001. I didn't go to school. To, I registered for RTF uh-huh. in Austin downtown at, uh, 
ACC? Uh, ACC. <laughs> I did. I started ACC and I was I did trying, it too. I forgot my I was I was trying to get my uh I was trying to get my butt on. I was in radio. I had worked in radio stations already, but I thought, well, maybe I'll get some kind of a certificate or a degree or maybe a two-year thing, you know, just to have that as an ancillary thing mm-hmm. to my experience in radio. I, I mostly sold advertising, but I I started getting on the air in in, in the later 90s. Uh, and I really fell in love just w- uh, with the microphone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, I I ended up going to school, and I was trying to get a show. Wow, this is crazy. I was trying to get a show on KVRX, oh, yeah. at student, the student radio. Uh, and what, what the, the Rosa, the, the, the station manager, program manager, Rosa Garza. If you're uh, listening, Rosa. <laughs> Rosa, um, Rosa said, Russell, I can't let you just be on – the the show you, I just can't let you have a show you have to be a student <laughs> and I said so okay well, I'll, I'll go be a student and so that was really it was me, really me trying to be on KVRX so bad that I ended up taking some classes at ACC mm-hmm. which made me a student and then I took some classes at UT which made me a student so I that was I, I just did whatever I had to do to I get on it. the air the passion yeah Absolutely. And, and I I'll did look that. at you now. Well, and, and and the funny thing is, as I started a magazine uh, not long after, while I was doing the 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 school, but I did not finish school, mm. and I just kept publishing, and I kept public producing shows. I had already public produced maybe three or four talk shows uh, by the time I oh, was. Oh shit! By, I was I had a, I had a syndicated radio show. You're like I'm already working. So well, well, that? the thing was I I was uh, it was I had a syndicated show on about 22 stations uh at the summer of 2000 i did that for about a year yeah i did not finish my rtf schooling but i assure you i did not stop in radio television Mm. nor film uh as i got a little bit involved in some tv and and mostly mostly my my career has been publishing and it's just been a lot of fun doing what you love to do and and i just want to say it's like when you can find that passion and i think we were talking a little about a little bit about it earlier too it's like consistency right i think so Mm -hmm. many people kind of maybe look at like what we're doing in terms of like content creation and oh you know i want to have a show where i want to even maybe not like be a publisher but hey i want to have an article i want to write blogs are free Mm -hmm. you know in social media instagram like make an account be consistent with creating your content and kind of finding your voice and and i think that's kind of the power of this new wave of digital media is it's really empowering a lot of people which i think some people get deterred from like oh my gosh there's so many people who are blogging now how do i you know create a voice and it's like learn your story (laughs) figure out what your unique story is and just start telling it that's something my kids are young they're in their 20s and i I, and i uh i I try to tell them you know look guys it's figuring out what you're passionate about is really the hardest thing i mean once you figure that out then it's then it's easy you know you at least that's what i i that was my experience uh i didn't do it by the way go to school all of you (laughs) Uh, don't do the way i did it um, no, just, uh, uh, you know, it, it's really cool to em- empowering to do your own thing and be, and your story is interesting because, you know, you were working for these companies and you were passionate about cannabis, but you didn't, you, you maybe you, maybe you felt that these employers would not like what's, what your, your views were on, on cannabis totally. or your stance on it. And so scary, your story, yeah. as I heard your first podcast, it sets up the show and, you didn't you decided to take the leap and and go out on your own and 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 
and here you are. It's it's your it's maybe what your fourth year or, or so, third or fourth year doing this. Uh, Feels like I've been doing it for a decade. And <laughs> God bless. I get to be in cannabis in Texas. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting opportunity when you get to do truly what you love. I don't know if everything that I ever did in my life was explicitly so I could work in cannabis, but yeah, yeah, I remember you know being given an opportunity to have a show in college and mm -hmm. got my first taste of like, Oh, this is what it's like to kind of, you know, create content in this medium. And yeah. obviously also just like smoking pot, like every other kid in college. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know why I like doing this, but I do. Maybe one day I could work in it. Who knows? And, you know, to kind of see the opportunities that have opened up now for just being, for me, my two cents, my takeaway, my mom instilled this in me. She's like, just show up. Yeah. Like just say yes. Like say yes to the opportunity. Say yes to taking the class. Like don't let anybody tell you no. If they tell you no, go to the next person. Mm -hmm. And if they tell you no, then you start your own account and you start your own blog or you start your own podcast. Your mom is awesome. <laughs> she's, a, she's a good mom. She encouraged me. She also scared me. So uh, everything I do is just to make my parents, you know, proud. Let's take a quick break here at the Texas Hemp Show. And we'll be back after this. Uh, my guest, co-host, to be blunt, Shada Tarabi joining us here today on the Texas Hip Show podcast. We'll be back on the other side. Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. You're listening to the Texas Hip Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high-margin products for vape and smoke shops. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. Hello Texas Hemp Farmers, this is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late, in fact it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs we have three world class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595 to learn more. Mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing 
changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hemp Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250-plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. My co-host, Riding Shotgun, this week is Shada Tarabi of the To Be Blunt podcast. And you can go see her and her family down there at Restart CBD on Burnett Road and... Rutland. Rutland. That's, I almost think that's Kramer right You're there. You're so close, though. It is. Kramer's around the corner. Kramer's right there. I grew up in that area. I went to Lanier yeah. High School right there on Peyton yeah. Gin. So um used to drink beer right around there yeah. uh, quite a bit. I, I, I go to that the area. Culver's a lot and get some uh, custard around the corner. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's good stuff over there. Yeah. I, we're talking media. We're talking... RTF school. Radio, television, <laughs> film. Yeah, we're just having a chat here with Shada. Uh, we. You could just get to keep listening to Russell and I. <laughs> Sorry, you stuck with us. Talk That's on. It. No, I think we're sharing really valuable information. Well, I don't know about us, but you really do. I'm to be <laughs> blunt, actually, but a lot of fun. I think it's fun. You know, I was telling Jesse the other day, Shada, that that when I first started the first couple of issues, and he came aboard in the maybe August or September of last year, August probably August of last year. Um, he started getting involved with us and, uh, there was a couple of ads that he was starting to sell to, and he was selling to, uh, what's Leah and her husband? Oh, Hemp Tours? Yeah, Hemp Tours. Like, Love they were like, tours. well, who is this guy? We never heard of, uh, we, we don't know much about Russell. Like, what is this, you know, what is, what is he, what's he been doing, you know? And so I think that I had to, um, 
I think was people have understood like I have been in this space for a long time. I have been doing radio. I have been doing magazines. Uh, you know, with Weird magazine, we did 101 issues of Weird. We sold that magazine to Alex Jones. Started Infowars magazine for Alex no in 20, 2012. Um, when I quit working for him in 2014, I started Rockstar magazine. I did 45 issues of Rockstar. Um, I started Texas Sports Monthly, my sports magazine, around issue 35 of, of, of Rockstar. And then we've done 22 issues of Texas Sports Monthly. We are now on our seventh issue of Texas Hemp Reporter. So 101 Weirds. I didn't own the tech, the the Infowars ones, so I don't claim those that were – there was must have been at least 24 of those. I was only involved maybe in the first 10. Um, but you know, 101 plus uh, the 45 rock stars. The you've produced a uh, lot of magazines. Yeah, I mean, we're going on 200 magazines that that we've done in uh, in nearly you know in 20. It'll be 20 years in in 2000. Oh my god, 2002 is when I started. Are you gonna have a party? Can we celebrate? A 20 year anniversary party? Yeah, yeah. That would uh, that would be March. That that technically is coming up. That would be March 1st. Uh, Technically coming up. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, like my first publication. I was like, is March coming up? March. Uh, yeah, I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> but March 1st of 2002 was my first magazine. And, and that was uh, uh, the Austin Paratimes, Not Your Normal News. It was a paranormal, parapolitical kind of noir conspiracy reader uh, <laughs> that we did. And, and uh, it was Post, six months post 9-11, I think. And oh, wow. uh, we, we, we really, you know, we tackled a lot of alternative news um, then. And we were motivated strongly uh, in the Bush years uh, to uh, put out some really cool stuff in Austin in that time. And I don't know, I guess I was 30, 31 then, something like that, 30 years old. Anyway, can't believe it's been 20 years and, and we're still we're still doing this. So anyway... Um, I gave that backstory, you know, the more I've talked to people and given some of that backstory, you know, I, I think uh, uh, it, it's helpful. I hope people realize that, you know, that I'm, I'm doing this because I know how to do this. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's fun. It's fun doing this. I just, but now I'm, I'm in, I'm in this space. Mom got cancer. The, the, the wife's got rheumatoid. So it, now I'm, there's, re, there's, there's reason to be in it, you know, uh, too now. And it just, it just, turned out that way I really... think that's the authenticity of the story right I think so many of us you know it takes some sort of uh, family or emotional personal or emotional experience yeah. to kind of transition I think we were talking about it a little bit too before you know Given the type of content you were creating, there's obviously offshoots of cannabis as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I came from live music, and live music, mm -hmm. what do you do when you're at a concert? You know, you smoke a little <laughs> pot. So I always feel like even though I wasn't working in cannabis directly, I was working in ancillary kind of supporting yeah. or encouraged industries. But I think, you know, with Texas just being such a new industry it was a little freaky for a lot of us. I mean, I was just talking to someone else kind of about the same sentiment. You know, you you launch a brand. I remember when we launched, we were in August of 2018, and I, I'm pretty technical, and I'm pretty, you know, plugged into the city and the state. And I remember kind of, like, doing the research, and I'm like, I don't really know if people are talking about CBD yet, but, like, okay, here we go. We're going to mm -hmm. launch a brand, and you're kind of looking around, and the people who are doing it, 
you don't know them. You don't know how to, you know, like approach them or have a relationship or conversation. So you kind of get a little bit defensive. And so I think there was definitely that sentiment of the yeah. industry that's guards up. Yeah. You just, you, you don't know. It's not like alcohol where it's kind of been around for a while and you can kind of understand there's some sort of process. It's like, there's no process. I don't even know what to tell someone sometimes because I'm learning it literally in the moment. Yeah. Well, and that's where people get, I think a little bit more um, guards up and just privacy. And it's, you know, unfortunately a fend for yourself, but I do believe that's changing. I think obviously having, um, shows and brands like you're building with the Texas hemp reporter and Texas hemp show to kind of establish the consistency. And obviously mm -hmm. you've been consistently, consistently publishing for 20 years. Now that has transitioned into being a focal point for cannabis, but yeah. n nobody else is really producing a cannabis magazine in Texas on the scale that you're doing. So it's like almost like we needed you. So thanks well, for being that well, voice. Well, I know. And that's what I was, that's what I, I a part of me felt like, you know, man, I, I got to enter. I felt weird being not known by the folks in the cannabis space. But then as I thought about it more, I, I you know, well, well, maybe maybe this is the guy they needed, you know, as someone who's got the experience doing this, you know. And so uh, for that, uh, you know, it's just working out well. And we're grateful for everybody that supports us and, you know, supports my work. And, and uh, I think what we're doing is is a needed thing for Texas. You know, it really is. And, and like you said, the other publications that I did, we had, you know, Cheech and Tommy on the cover of Weird Magazine in 2008. I mean, I have interviewed, you know, bands like Sublime and Cottonmouth Kings and, um, you know, Cat Williams. He was on the cover of Rockstar Magazine. Uh, you know, certainly a big uh, cannabis proponent if you know who Cat Williams is. So uh, through the rock and roll and, uh, and even some of the conspiracy stuff, uh, you know, with American Drug War, I had Kevin on. Um, and we've, we've tackled cannabis and the drug war often and have had you know iconic you know people you know in the space over the years uh yeah well you're doing it in texas and i you get to be on the forefront of our industry evolving and expanding and i think that's pretty cool well, people you know they'll ask me sometimes what does it feel like to be on the the cutting edge, the forefront, like you're leading prohibition. And I'm kind of like reflect back. I'm like, Whoa, I, I, I don't really think of it like that I all the either. time. I don't um, especially considering how far behind Texas is compared to other States. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, like people are like, Oh, where are you from? I'm like Texas. They're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I love Texas. I'm, I'm truly like, proud to be. Well, we're be, proud to be Texans. Yeah, I'm like, I'm proud, and I'm kind of like holding on to the ship. I'm like, come on, ship, we're going to make it, whether it's two years or ten years. <laughs> like, we're going to get there, God damn it. And so well, you've um, got to keep, keep puttering at it. I, I thought, you know, wow, I, I would really love, oh, man, I want to have this cannabis magazine. I knew I could do it. I, I totally had every confidence in myself that I could, if I moved to Colorado, I would be able to do it. But I'm from here. I was raised in Texas my whole life, and um, my family's from Texas. I just uh, couldn't couldn't go back home with the family. That that mom had to stay and have me there. Um, you don't drive back to Texas in a blizzard, uh, eight months pregnant. You just don't do that. So um, anyway, hemp, cannabis, hemp. It's come to Texas, so I didn't have to go anywhere. Amen. It, it came right. here. It's coming here. We're going to improve. Um, our our cannabis game. We're the pioneers. It's really it's um it's a really exciting time. I was gonna say I interviewed the head of content for High Times actually. Oh cool. And he made a really cool comment that you know just to kind of you know reflect on for everybody. He was saying you know like 
there is obviously cannabis content now. I mean, especially if you're looking at people like Cheech and Chong as these like iconic cannabis personalities, but he's mm-hmm. like, really everything is cannabis content. He's, the culture. Yeah. Like there's like any movie you watch, you know, I, um, what are those, uh, those earth shows, you know, where it's planet earth and it's Morgan Freeman's voice. He's like, that's <laughs> cannabis content. Like it doesn't have to be explicitly about cannabis. If it makes you think, if it provokes your thoughts, if, if you mm. can enjoy cannabis while going to a show, you know, music sounds better, food tastes better. Like those are things that cannabis helps enhance. And so it just kind of gave me a nice little reflection point of like, Oh yeah, like there's like way more things that cannabis has influenced or touched, maybe not directly, maybe it doesn't have the photo or the flower or the name associated mm-hmm. to it, but like, you know, cannabis content is all these things that we're kind of highlighting and weaving into. Now the narrative obviously you want to talk explicitly about <laughs> Texas hemp because that's that's what people want to talk about. That's the topic du jour. Well, when we talked to Tommy off air before we were recording, I said Man, you know, you've been in comedy all these years. Like now you're now your your business is moving into, you know, like cannabis now. And he goes, dude, he goes, Man, we've been that's what the whole comedy was all about, was is cannabis, man. We started our skits where, you know, that's how it started. It's always been cannabis. Right. From the beginning for us. So uh, and I was like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> you also do a really great impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've interviewed him a handful of times. Um, yeah, well, man. Well, next month, folks, just pick up a copy. I, on July 1st is when the um, the show, uh, show the magazine, uh, comes out. And uh, you can pick those up at HEBs, Whole Foods. And restart uh, CBD. Restart CBD, right? That's Come right. Get your magazine. And we're gonna leave you more than normal. We, I think, people are picking like as we get more acclimated. I think it may be here, maybe next year. We 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 might do it every month. I don't know. It might be better. Maybe call for it more. M- I mean, more our frequently. customers love picking it up. I mean, we have them like right at the front of the store and people walk mm. in and you see people come in and they're like oh interesting you know, free take one and they take it and they're reading it and then especially on Saturdays when we get pretty slammed we're kind of we go past the magazines out to people like hey occupy yourself learn some stuff about <laughs> cannabis while we're you know helping other customers and then it is like a nice you know way for them to get connected that's not so much just the industry people it's like really getting in the hands of these consumers who can now feel empowered and informed about what's going on in cannabis well this upcoming july issue will come out on july 1st it also features a new column called to be blunt i'm so excited (laughs) i really can't wait to be writing for the magazine and that's right we got you in there my finger well i told i told you i think we came up with this when we were at lucky leaf that's right and i said you know why don't you just write something for us get a get a thing going and yeah call it whatever you want what do i call it call it to be blunt that's your call that's your podcast i'm coming for you this first column it's (laughs) directed to the retailers i'm a retailer i'm speaking to retailers i give a little bit of you know honest blunt opinions on how i've watched the industry kind of roll out over the past couple years and also some encouragement for how I think that we can hold ourselves accountable and self-regulate a little bit better. Well, um, that's going to be cool to see you in there. There's a huge profile. You're in the middle of the magazine. You're Tommy Chong cover this next issue. A lot of great information. Several articles about the 87th legislator and the 87th that wasn't. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of opinions and uh, uh, this will be a cool cool issue. There's a couple of articles on Delta Delta 8 and where things uh, 
evolved out of all of this legislature. So this is the post-legislature uh, edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So there's uh, there's some some interesting stuff in there, a very entertaining one uh, as well. I think uh, uh, there's a lot of with Tommy and Kevin Booth and Ricky Ross. That's a very lighter. It's a little more pop culture-ish, I think. You said this was the largest oh, oh, wow, magazine yeah. you've published, too. This is a juicy one. Oh, like 68 pages. I've never in 20 years ever done one this large. Like Straight up tea. Some yeah. Texas tea. <laughs> so this was the, this is going to be a thick one. It's going to be... I'm very proud of this one. So um, final shout out. You and I will both be at the Lucky Leaf Expo in... Dallas. Dallas July on... July 9th. July 9th. And 10th, uh, I believe. There's a... Monthly meeting for the Texas Cannabis Collective on the eighth. Correct. I don't. Eight, so do like you know the, the venue? Before. I don't remember the venue, but I believe it's somewhere close to it is. the Irving Convention Center, which is where Lucky Leaf will be at. I just booked my hotel at the Marriott, which is just down the down the corner, I think, from there. But Chad said you can book the. Like stay at the hotel. Yeah, you can stay at the convention. I think so. Why don't you just? It's a beautiful hotel. Yeah, he said it was really nice. So Dallas is just super cool. I love Dallas. I'm excited to. He said that we're gonna like this one a lot. Uh, He said if you were in Austin, you're really gonna like this one. Get ready. So we will uh, see you and probably do this again at uh, Lucky Leaf Expo in Dallas on the 9th and 10th of July. Stay uh, tuned next week. I have on CBD Seed Lab, and we will hear maybe from Sid Miller at some point. Um, but uh, fingers crossed. Well, uh, he uh, he ghosted us today. He's busy. He's working on some some projects. He must be. Maybe maybe we maybe he's uh, barbecuing. We weren't on the on the menu <laughs> <laughs> today for Sid Miller. So, anyway, stay tuned uh, next week, uh, and we'll have your new copy of the Texas Hemp Reporter out next uh, next uh, July first, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Shada, for for uh, hobbling along here with oh, me. I appreciate gosh. it. Thanks, Russell, and thanks, y'all. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. Adios. Losers never rock this. Snakes try to stop this. Purify their holy hip hotness. Listen to the concept. Sweat tech techno. Peace be the Lord. I feel the sword when I speak. A universal greeting from the people of Akan. Step into the realm of my cipher. Feel the different type of. Come and step and step and technique. 1200s master by the vine. He's asking me to rock. So now I'm giving him the spot.